it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, and he says we're good, we're good. What's up, Al? You good? Oh, I'm good, Jerry. Um... You did watch that uh, Netflix documentary called Poison. That was the one I with the... Half, I watched 45... I think it's an hour 20. I watched 45 minutes of it. Yeah, it's about how people get sick from food. Like, uh, you know... Oh, that, yes. I'm yeah. sorry. I was thinking of the Balco thing. Yes, I did watch that. Yes. It's, uh, you know, E. coli yep. and salmonella. Correct. That was main things they were... Yeah. When you watch a thing like that, though, and, and think about the amount of chicken we consume in this country, yeah. how... War of us not getting salmonella and dying. I don't know. Because well, when you look at this, it was so strange how they're showing like, okay, so chicken can contain salmonella, but when you, not all chicken, it could have it. When you cook it, if you cook it properly, you kill it, you're good. Right. But they were showing in this documentary that if you you take the raw chicken and put it in the frying pan or whatever, and then you touch a door handle, and that that's how you're you You're transferring spread. it all over the place. You transfer it all over the place, and then you die. Right. Well, I don't think sick. the salmonella gets you, you die from that. It was more the E. coli oh, okay. uh, from the raw spinach and the romaine lettuce yes. and all that stuff. But the chicken thing was concerning because as I'm watching that, the whole thing with Purdue seemed very forthcoming. They seemed clean. They seemed at the forefront of chicken safety. Yes. And then they're doing the tests and their tests were awful. Yeah, all the Purdue, they're like, hmm, all these that uh, came back were from your Purdue factory. And what are the other ones doing? Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. And I just don't know how we're not all getting salmonella. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe we are. Maybe our, body, our bodies fight it off. I don't know. You know, I have done in the past that I would never do it again after watching that. I have in the past sometimes, like, I would cook chicken every, there was a long time where I was eating chicken every night. Mm-hmm. I'd cook it the same way. I'd put it in the oven for the same amount of time, blah, blah. And I didn't change the time or temperature. Sometimes I put a thick piece in. Sometimes I just was on automatic. And there were a couple times that on a thicker piece of chicken, when oh, I was eating in the middle, yeah. And I was like, "Do I really want to put this in the oven again?" No, ate it. You I, put I yourself was ne- at risk is what you did. I would never do that now after watching either. that documentary. No, I wouldn't either. And there's been times in the barbecue where. I've cut it in the middle. I'm like, ah, that's fine. Yeah, it'll be good. You know what? It's not. Yeah, it's not. No. But with how much chicken we consume as a country, I'm just surprised more and more people aren't sick from salmonella. Yeah, I agree. Watching that makes you think everybody's going to die from something eating food. Yeah. And there was a time I was giving my dog raw chicken legs because they could eat raw The salmonella is not affected by the the dogs are not affected by it. I guess the acid in their stomach can control it. But then my sister, I was like, ah, it's fine. The dog, the dog, she can't get salmonella. She goes, no. She goes, but if there's salmonella on the chicken and the dog eats it and then licks you, now you have salmonella. I suppose, yeah. I was like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I would say after watching that video, all processed food companies. Show the video. Yeah. You want Whole Foods? <laughs> Here you go. You know what you don't get salmon and E. coli from? Ritz crackers <laughs> and pasta. <laughs> right. They're right. They want you to eat Whole Foods like vegetables, fruits, and meats. No one dies eating Ronzoni. <laughs> Eggs. Yes. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, again, so much information out there. It's insane. It, it really is too much information. 
another thing, you know, I you know I've talked about in the past about wanting to get an African gray parrot. Yes. You better hurry up. You're 53. Well, I, yeah, I don't think I don't see that happening, but I do follow this one uh, family that has an African gray parrot and they're on uh, social media, very popular. You know, they got a lot of followers. So they were doing a live stream on Saturday and it just as I was scrolling through it happened to I was like, let me see what they're doing. I, and they're taking questions from people, and they ask, what do you do with your bird when you go on vacation? They go, oh, when you have an African gray, you can't take vacation. Huh. I was like, what? Well, I'm out. Right? You can't go on vacation. Screw that. Someone else can't watch your bird? I guess not. I don't know. Maybe it falls into deep depression. Right. These birds get depressed. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing when your life gets turned upside down, and what I mean by that is your nice, quiet adult life all of a sudden gets crazy because you have kids. That's one thing. To have your life get turned upside down and be uh, basically be a prisoner in your own home because of a bird? Right. No thanks. Like Each even, his own, but not for me. Even my dog will whine if uh, I leave the house, and even if Gene is there, the dog will whine, like, where am I? What am really? I doing? Yeah. But I know she's fine when I go to Super Bowl for a week or vacation for a week, and I bring her to uh, this woman down in Tom's River who watches Greyhounds. She's great down there. having a blast. She's like summer camp. Yeah. Yep. Like she's happy to, when when the woman comes out to get her, she's happy to go with her. Yeah, I believe it. When I come to pick her up, she's like, mm, eh, maybe not today. Yeah. Maybe we'll go home another day. But I couldn't imagine like not being able to go on vacation because of my bird. <laughs> uh, it's bizarre. Can't go because of a bird. So what is the likelihood you purchase a dog? What would you give the percentage at? For real, 50-50. 50-50. I'm 50-50 on it, and I'm having trouble splitting the 50-50. What do you mean? I cannot. I'm not the time. I wouldn't regret I wouldn't regret the dog. I wouldn't. Because your kids will love it. Yes. It's the more the matter of it's just it's work. It's like having a it's going to be like having a baby in the house again. It's the bills are going to be, you know, especially you get a puppy. The vet bills are going to be high. Uh, it's just, it's enough. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm literally 50-50 on it. I know it would be good for the backyard. I think it will keep the animals out. Um, I can come up with a million positives. But the negatives are financial. The negatives are the responsibility. The negative and the big one I keep coming. This is where I would have regret. And I've always said this. Is if I totally stress the cats out. And, I mean, they are so good, Al. I mean, I know it sounds crazy to say that. It's like we have two dogs in the house. I mean, I would be, I'd feel awful if I, like, ruin their lives. <laughs> yeah, because they've got their nice, calm life, and then all of yeah. a sudden they're like, here comes this big dog. So I don't, I don't know. I, I sure? don't know. But I also can't have these groundhogs. And it's so funny how they weren't there all spring, all summer. And literally three weeks ago they showed up again. And I thought we were kind of done with them. Everything I was doing was working, the mothballs, and they found a spot where I didn't have the mothballs, and they dug right by the house. How and smart. Deep. 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 Yes. They're all deep in this. you have a fence in that yard? Sure, but they dig right under the fence. No, no I was one thinking about for a dog. Yes. So that's good. That's a positive. Yeah, I would have to. There's a couple of areas in the fence that the groundhogs dug under that a small dog could absolutely sneak through. Uh, so I'd have to do something with that. But no, no, we're fully fenced. You've been back there. Fully fenced then. Fully fenced. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would not be an issue. Okay, that's good. That's a positive. No, it is. I mean, you take them for you take it for walks, but you could also let them out. Correct. But I don't I don't know. I really don't know. Well, here's what we do know. If you actually go to look at dogs, you're getting one because they are adorable, Jerry. Um if they I are bring, adorable. If I bring my kids. Yeah. Like, like Matthew doesn't care. He's like me. He doesn't. Whatever. If I go and look, I mean, yes, it would be hard to walk away. But I'm. I've walked away from little kittens too. If you, you, it is what it is. Right. You can't take them all home. If Kim goes or if Joseph goes, it would be over. That'd be ball game. You'd be getting a dog. Yes. Correct. Can't deny that. Right. Now let's get two. <laughs> yeah, I've had people tell me that. I go, you know, you're a greyhound. Could use another dog. They should, she'd be very happy during the day. Like, mm. And Al, you could use to give the dog back. <laughs> so let's compromise and we'll yeah. leave it the way it is. <laughs> What's really weird is uh, I've gotten used to even the bad things about having a dog. Like 
when she wakes me up early on the weekends. Mm-hmm. But occasionally when she doesn't wake me up early, I'm like, oh, now half the day's over. <laughs> it's really weird. So that's outside the Cowboy game, Saturday night, 10.05 kickoff. They were in Seattle. So I didn't go to bed till almost 2. And I was laying down like, this just ruined my Sunday. Because I'm not setting the alarm for 6.30 like I usually do. Because I got to get some sleep. Yeah. I got up at 9, and I felt like I lost my Sunday morning. So I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Like, why didn't this dog wake me up earlier? Yes. But then I complain about the dog waking me up early on the weekends. But I, then you get into a routine, too, with the with the animals. There's nothing I like more than Saturday and Sunday morning, about 6.15 oh. in the morning. Sun's coming up. Everybody's sleeping. And I'm getting work done for the Cornhole League, for the calendar, whatever. And it's just, it's that's it. It's just easy time. Not being bothered. Now I can video edit that time. It's great. Yeah. I lost that. And then when Matthew, when uh, Joseph's got these tournaments... I love the tournaments, but I hate when we have a game at 9 o'clock in the morning in Tom's River and we're up and out at 7 o'clock. My whole morning's gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, there are certain people, like, I, I get better work done in the morning than me too. in the evening. Yep, me too. I completely so, agree with that. It's nice to get a head start on things I, when I, everyone else is still sleeping. Yep, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh, oh, you brought something up interesting on the uh, on the regular program today. About UFOs, when we we brought up, we did a whole segment. Uh, you and Geo did a whole segment on the UFOs, and you said like, uh, "Why don't we believe them?" Or maybe I, maybe Geo said, "Why why don't we believe?" Yeah, he said people aren't just immune to it and they yeah, don't believe it. Yeah. We're immune to it and we don't believe it. And it, what's weird about that is, like what like what do we need? Like what do you need to see an alien? But what like we like but, hmm. Well, here's what I'm wondering. We have seen, there are some pretty clear videos of people on, there's a, there's at least two videos of people on airplanes filming in the bright light of a daytime sky, a UFO. Something flying. Yeah. Right. Like something's flying. But there's one that really is a, a pretty crazy video. And then we've seen the Navy radar Looking at that right, thing, and I've they seen don't a scientist completely explain that away. Really? Yeah. The Tic Tac one that yeah, the goes, one that went viral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would they say? I don't remember, and I'm not going to sound uneducated. But if you Google, there's a scientist that basically explains what that is and what it likely is. Okay. The so, same way they're likely saying it's an alien craft, and one of the things. So one of the things that's come up that I will tell you are these hypersonic missiles. And hypersonic missile tests coming from other countries that that are shooting into our airspace that are shooting in airspace that could be and that's you know you hear that you're like oh, it makes sense as much as it could be a, an alien right makes as much sense to me so you're some sort sort of drone mm-hmm. that we don't know about yeah yeah absolutely so when you say you want to see an alien what would that who would have to show you that. Like who? What would like? Because if we're saying we the Navy and all these other military, there's tons of military and um, regular airplane pilots that report UFOs, right? Um, and there's videos. Mm-hmm. So, what would the alien have seeing to the be? inside of an alien ship? Seeing an actual alien ship. But if you're seeing an actual ship now and not believing it, what would seeing an alien? Because I don't know do? that that's what I'm seeing. But I don't would, know that. Just because they're telling me that's what it is, all I see is a speck on the screen. No, but the, like, there's one in particular. There's there's a video of uh, someone on a, a a commercial flight where this it's not far away. It comes right. I haven't seen that one. Right by. It's something. Um. So what would make the alien be believable to you? Seeing and it. not just, but you personally seeing it or on video seeing it. It would have to look real. And it would have to be, like, without question. Yeah. You know, I, to me, we're in such a time of uh, Hollywood stories, of everyone trying to go viral online. That's true. Of um, you can erase people in pictures. You can add people in pictures. You can add crap special effects. Until I really see it, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't believe it. I don't, not saying it's not there. But, I mean, not to belabor the point, but, like, Trump didn't come out and say there's aliens. 
He did not. Why not? The guy loves attention. He loves breaking news. He he started his own news network. Yeah, especially after he had felt the election was stolen from him. He should right. have said, listen, by the way, he hasn't done there are or not aliens. Right. So until it happens, I'm I'm a skeptic. I not that I don't believe it's possible. Sure, anything's possible. I also think I think if someone had an actual video of an alien, we would we would probably have the same thoughts like you just said, like, is this person trying to go viral? Mm-hmm. Did they just AI generate this alien into the, like, this is the thing at this point, like every, anything is possible on video and photos. Let me ask you, this is a serious question. Yeah. There are people that have dedicated their lives and they have written songs about man landing on the moon was done in a Hollywood basement. Yeah. Do you know unequivocally if that happened? Don't know. Okay. So if the two of us are sitting here right now in the year 2023, not 100% sure that we actually stepped foot on the moon, (laughs) how in the hell could we sit there and say that aliens are real? Yeah. Misinformation. We are in the age of misinformation. Oh, are we ever? Aliens, food, the moon. This has got to be the biggest time of misinformation. There used to be, like, when we were in school, I don't know, like, in your history class or things they ever taught about, like, I remember them talking about war propaganda. Sure. Oh, yeah, Right, yeah, where they yeah. would uh, tell you... What they wanted you to know. Yeah, what they wanted you to know about the war, either the war you were in or what was going on in these other countries. So that you would either be for the war or against the war, whatever they wanted you. We're in the same boat right now. Oh, yeah. And worse, because everyone has an outlet as opposed to just being duped or led by the networks. Four of them. Right? Two, four, seven, really, th- I was going to say uh, nine, but that no. Three big networks basically led that charge for decades. Now it's 800 million people that can, at any time, can go viral with some thought, believe, video, photo, who the hell knows. And God knows the countless websites. That are trying to make a name for them. That's the other problem, too, is if you make a name for yourself, no matter how crazy your thought or video or photo is, you have a you have a chance to monetize it. So everyone's after the next buck. It's really it's true. I hate to say that, but that's true. There are rumors out there that uh, Joe Rogan is going to interview Donald Trump. Okay. He's got to ask him about that because Joe Rogan is fascinated by aliens. I agree. That would be great. And clearly... They know one another. You saw Rogan with Trump at the uh, the wrestling event or the MMA event like three months ago. Yeah, Trump came over. Love the he say love the podcast. He said something like that. Yes, you got to ask him. That'd be a good interview. I think it would be too. He interviewed uh, Post Malone for over four hours. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually listening to it because mm-hmm. I was like I didn't have anything else to listen to. Then when I started, I was I was interested in it. But I shut it off this morning on my way in because some parts of the time I like to listen to music. There's still an hour and 15 minutes left. Okay. And he goes to Post Malone. Well, let's, we should probably wrap it up here. We've done three hours. Oh, my god! So I don't know how it... I paused it. They just it. keep talking. I don't know how it goes from let's wrap it up here to another hour, 15 minutes. God darn. That's a long time to That's talk. That's a long time, Jerry. You ain't kidding. Long time to Man. talk. Well, we got through 15 minutes. <laughs> we did. We could have definitely stretched this out to four hours. Oh, yeah. UFOs. UFOs. And then I thought that, and I, I heard it on the uh, moment of the day when I went into the bathroom, how it's on tape delay. Okay. Eddie's, Eddie said, you know, there's a theory out there that we're hearing all this UFO stuff to prepare us for the yes. actual uh, It would work, because right now none of us are really... Concerned about it. Yeah. We're not concerned about UFOs. No. We're not... We're just going about our daily business. Yeah. Like, nothing is going on in Ukraine and Russia. Right. And, you know, North Korea is not test, uh, testing missiles, and we don't have Chinese aircraft in our airspace. We have not sent warships. I mean, there's so much crap going on right now, and yet everyone's concerned about the next selfie or the next video to post on TikTok. How much is it? Do you think it's better to not know all this stuff is going I don't on? Know. I don't. Or better to be informed about stuff? It's a great question. I think you have to have some basis of knowledge, but I think if you dig too deep, 
I think you can paralyze yourself in fear. And that's why I've always said, and I've told you this, maybe five years ago I was contemplating, because I've got a relatively good relationship with Ben Meverack at 1010 Wins. And I, I remember like four or five years ago, I was in my mid-40s, I'm thinking maybe it's time to get out of the sports stuff and really do, not taking anything away from the sports, but like real news and maybe take a shot and see if he would give me a tryout at wins because it's something I've always been interested in. And I remember listening and thinking, I would be depressed every day reading just horrible news story after horrible news story. And you'd also, while being very well informed, I think you'd be panicked. Yeah. Because I don't think you want to know what's going on, and you just hope everything works itself out. It's it, just just Google China, North Korea. I mean, it's awful what's happening right now. Russia, Ukraine. Oh, my God. The Russia-Ukraine thing was weird because we were told that this war will be over in a couple days, right? That uh, Russia was going to go in there, just plow through Ukraine. I have no idea what happened. It's still now. going, though. It's still going. Ukraine has continued to fight back. It is still going on. I know. I know. The, the the Ukraine flags that people put out are all uh, sun-faded now. That's how long it's been going on. How about that, yeah. Like in my town, there's Ukraine flags. They're all faded out from the sun. That's how long this thing's been going on. Yeah. It's bizarre what's going on around the world. Very strange. Yep. You got people in. And that's the other thing, too, where you talk about tragedy and how important it is. Like the people in Hawaii are still picking up the pieces. Like their lives have been turned completely upside down. Here we are arguing over parking spots and the the price of peaches in our daily market. Who's going to coach the Mets right. or manage the Mets? Like, who things? gives a crap? <laughs> I mean, really, they're still looking for bodies, those poor families. Yeah, and then I feel like, so you got the uh, the the storm in California. Yeah, right. And now, so it's like, okay, we're done with uh, Hawaii. Right now, we are Mud moving on to the, and right. The Dodger Stadium's underwater. We're going to move on to this until something else. Which comes turned out plan. that was false. That photograph was nothing more than a. It was a supposedly a low lying. I don't want to say puddle, but water around the stadium. But when the photo was taken, the sun. It was the reflection of the sun. Oh, is that right? Yes. The guy who who actually posted it could not believe the reaction and had to come out and be like, no, 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 no. Dodger Stadium wasn't underwater. It just, it, that's how it appeared. And then he showed like 12 hours later, sun shines out, that puddle, the, the water had dried up like nothing ever happened. Nothing. It was gorgeous. Huh? Yes. So, but that goes back to the point about what you're seeing. You don't know what's real and what's not. Right. And if you didn't see that guy come out and say that. No. Then. You think the same thing you thought yesterday. Right. Like, holy crap, Dodger Stadium was underwater. No, actually, it wasn't. Well, they always talked about that even in the newspaper days when newspaper was where we were getting our main thing. So the newspaper would put out this uh, a giant article about something, uh, and then the correction would be a uh, tiny... Yeah, on page 33. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the next day. Yeah, which is horrible. Yeah. Like, that's, you want to talk about a lack of accountability. Man, that's probably the biggest problem with society is the lack of accountability across all platforms and lives. Yes. You know, relationships, businesses, media outlets. There's no accountability. No, there's not, Jerry. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Okay. I did that with CeeLo, and we'll do that again tomorrow on a Wednesday. Uh, And then Jerry and Gia will be back at 6 o'clock. And until then, see I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Here we go. First pitch time, 8.31. And Jeter swings. It's a high drive to left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Derek Jeter hits a first ball fastball deep in the bleachers in left field. And on the first pitch of the game, the Yankees take a 1-0 lead. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. Uh, Eddie Scazzeri is back in the control room today. Very exciting. Back from Iceland. CeeLo joins me on the warm-up show. Hello, CeeLo. Oh, what up, Al? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Gio will be with Jerry Recco today as Boomer is on vacation. Uh, I just heard at the top of the hour there the Derek Jeter uh, montage. Lead-off home run Subway Series, yeah. I've heard it a few times. Just a few? Yeah. And every time I hear it in my head, I do a very poor John Sterling impression, and I go, Derek Eater. Remember when the New York Post ran that headline? Yes, I did. They put fat Derek Jeter on the back of the paper, and yeah. they wrote Derek Eater. That was the off season after he broke his ankle yeah. in the playoffs. And yes. it was just a bad photo of him. He's, I'm sure he was never fat. Right. He's he was, Derek Jeter, yeah. for yeah. crying out loud. That's correct. And CeeLo, I have on my 1985 Kansas City Royals World Series Champions t-shirt. I noticed that when I walked in. Is I'm that new? Or no, like... I got it a couple of years. I probably got it last summer. So why do you bring it up? Just, I don't know. I just like you uh, see it there yeah, on the just, screen. I love old, Stands out. Yeah, old school baseball. Let's Royal go. Royal blue. I thought yeah. maybe you wore it uh, in honor of them losing on a walk-off to the A's last night nope. in Oakland before a grand total of about 3,000 people in Oakland. No, I did not <laughs> wear it for that reason. I just wore it just because I, uh, love, I love 1980s baseball. And I'm all for it. And we actually got a Mets victory last night. How is about this, that? Is I this... mean, actually, they've won seven out of nine. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, the Braves, I mean, it's right. crazy stuff. Well, the Braves started someone I've never heard of, so that helped. Okay. Yeah. Well, this might be the uh, comeback the Mets need. They oh, were only yeah. uh, six games sure. back at one point, uh, the wild card. Only. We back, baby. I mean, when what you are compare they now? it to Let the Yankees, check. Check. Yeah. yeah, sure. MLB standings. I'm going to beat you too. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. They are six and a half out. All right. Seven on the loss side, as they say. I never know what that means. It means that once you lose a game, oh. you can't make that up. It's oh, okay. gone. It's done. You lost it. Right? All right. So six and a half, meaning in this case, have they played one last game than the Giants or the other way around? Whatever. means that they're the team that you're comparing them to. They've not played an even amount of games. Hence the half game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need. We need to add some more uh, playoff teams to baseball. Let's no, get a couple we, we wild cards in there. No, we do. Yeah, we have more. three in each league. So you're saying there's a division winners, three, and, and three then wild three cards. wild cards, six. So you got twelve total. It's not quite half the league mm-hmm. like uh, the NBA and the NHL do. Yeah. And how many is it in football now? Let me think here. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen in football. Okay. So wow, out of thirty-two teams, so less than half as well. Man. Because one team gets a bye, right? NFL and technically the NBA, yeah. And now, yes. Yeah, so seven, yeah, seven and seven, fourteen. And now, technically, with the NBA playing tournament, you have more than half. But that's it's like fringe playoffs. Fringe playoffs, yeah, not real. Well, the play, you know, the playing tournament, okay. It's not an actual real. It's not a championship. It's not a, well, it's not a series. You got to get your way through that playing tournament in order to get into the field of eight from your conference. You get a trophy for that or something? No. What does that mean? Man, if I'm not getting a trophy, I ain't trying. Well, you get the trophy at the end if you win it all. Championship. Yeah. That big uh, gold trophy with the big basketball on it. Larry O'Brien. I was going to say, is it still the Larry O'Brien? Larry O'Brien, yeah. There you go. It's been in here. We have had all the great trophies in studio. Have you had from each of the leagues? We've had the Stanley Cup many times. Sure. 
We've had a Super Bowl trophy in here. The Lombardi. The Lombardi. Have you had the World Series trophy with the, mm. the pennants or the flags? I don't, I don't no. think we have. Mm. Good point. Why don't you give your boy uh, Rob Bamford a call and get him in here with the trophy? You know, we're going to need to wait till one of the New York teams wins it. Then we'll get it in here. That's why we haven't had it. Hopefully before. Since you all started. Boomer one, retires. One freaking championship. Yeah. couple good, good runs. You know, since we started here in 2007, we mm-hmm. had uh, two giant New York Giants championships. Yes. We had two New York Jets championship game appearances. AFC, yeah. Not Super Bowl. Right. We mm-hmm. had a Mets World Series appearance. Right. And how many Yankee... Uh, did just, we get any? Just the one. Just the one. Okay. That's something. <laughs> That's the, you know, the Yankee, the one World Series win slash appearance since the Subway Series and in 2000. The Rangers in the finals. Actually, once. check that. Hold on. I'm wrong on that. Not appearance because they did appear in the World Series in 2003 and lost to the Florida Marlins and obviously in 2001 as well against the Diamondbacks. One World Series win since 2000. The Rangers made the cup final just the one time, right, against the Kings. A couple of years ago. The Devils, I think, got there uh, at least once. All right. Yeah. things are, And then, listen. The Islanders got to a couple Eastern Conference finals. And this NFL season, we'll probably have bo- we're going to have both teams what potentially mean, probably. in the Super Bowl. Calm down. So can we play a few games? No. Probably. We can't play a few games. Do you games. not watch the NFL every year? The National Football League. I do. I Where watch they it. play? Football pay. Uh, that's the uh, one sport I legitimately exactly, watch right. a lot of. So you know better than anyone that... Whatever is supposed to happen on paper, mm-hmm. the chalk, it rarely goes that I way. I know. Why is that? That's what makes it great. I know, but we and yet we still get pumped up. Of course, yeah. Even though we're always disappointed. It's not or no, surprised. It's not always disappointed. Yeah, well, that's why. It's that you don't know. Like it's why I can't stand about the NBA. Now, this past season was sort of the outlier because you did have a few of the uh lower ranked seeded teams get through to the conference and NBA finals, it was a little different than usual where it's like, you know, oh, you're the eight seed. Great. You're going to get swept. Maybe take a game in the first round. See you later. You're done. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I also like uh, that every year in the NFL, there seems to be like a surprise team. Well, that's you. We're saying the same thing now. Yeah. Yeah. We're agreeing. Sure. There will be again this year. I hope so. Uh huh. I don't know who it's going to be because it's a surprise. And there'll we be a team know. that's supposed to be, you know, Super Bowl contender that's going to fall flat on their face. The Jets. Well, you just told me Jets and Giants are probably, probably. probably going to the Super Bowl. Probably going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> a Subway Super Bowl, Sila. Uh-huh. Would it be called the Subway Super no. Bowl? I know because both teams they play in New Jersey. Yeah, you don't ride the subway to get New. from one to the other. They do have New Jersey Transit. Have you ever taken a New Jersey Transit to a, to anything at MetLife Stadium? The lone time that I did that, yeah. was to cover the Super Bowl that was here. Wow, mm-hmm. that seems like it took a long <laughs> yeah. time. I have videos of hordes of people uh, in the hallways of the Secaucus Junction NJ Transit, Station. and somehow you all got out of there at some point. I mean, Somehow. it took a long time yeah. to get home. Almost as long as it took me to get home on Friday night slash Saturday morning through the Lincoln Tunnel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that sometimes. Like, I'll come out of a Bruce Springsteen concert. I'll see the, about that, by the way. Go I'll ahead. see the huge line of people waiting for the New Jersey transit train. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, but getting out of the parking lot isn't really much, isn't That's any true. better. So That's true. <laughs> it's not as bad as old Giant Stadium, but it's yeah. still pretty bad. Old Giant There's Stadium so, was worse. Oh my God! Why? Leaving an event out yeah. of those parking lots and trying to get home via the New Jersey Turnpike? I feel like it's the same. Is it? I think. Uh, Sucks either way. I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. But the problem is, and you noticed this when we left Giants Camp last week. Like, I mean, you get dizzy. You just—it's a loop. It's you know, yeah. you're going around and it feels like you're going in circles just to get back to a highway. I'm already looking next to Wednesday. I have the Bruce Springsteen concert out there at MetLife. Is he um, okay, by the way? Uh, you know, I haven't heard a single thing about My in-laws about were supposed to go to that Philly show. Yeah. Like, they had to drop my kids off early that day. They were watching them, and they started driving and then pff, turned around. Got the word, yep, he's sick. See yeah. you later. Canceled two shows in Philly. I think he's playing um, uh, Foxborough, uh, Gillette, Gillette Stadium mm-hmm. this week. Oh, I haven't heard anything. And then right. MetLife next week. Okay. But, um, yeah, I'm already, you know... 
I already know the set lists for all these shows. Unless he, I mean, he's been rarely changing it up. Nothing, not even a song here or there. A song here or there, but when he changes it out, it's to a, a, one of the songs he changes it out to. So it's been very, so very like, stale. There's set a list. spot in the set list where he might swap. It's sort of a rotating, yeah. Like maybe how many? Three, four max. Two. That he's two. That's it. One or the other. Yeah, and like maybe two two different spots. And two that's spots. It. And yeah. how many total songs? He plays like 29 songs, 30 songs. And he's only swapping out Oh, my God, yeah. So I know when it's time, though. Bathroom. Mm -hmm. Hit Well, not only hit the bathroom, but hit the uh, parking lot. You know what I'm saying? When it's uh, Because I don't want to be sitting in traffic. Oh, so the encore is not good enough for you to stick around. It's very good, but I've I've, I've seen the encore a billion times. So why are you going there? I don't know. (laughs) I don't have an answer. You know why? Because I thought by the time he got back to the States and was playing stadiums, things would have changed up a little bit. The set list? Yes. So you're saying, hold on. So you caught him on the front front leg of this tour? Is that what you're saying? So I it's caught the same. him. Here's what I saw. The very beginning of the tour. That's right. I do remember that now. He okay. played at MSG. Yeah, yeah, he played yeah, yeah. Prudential Center. He played right. Long Island. Okay. Then I was like, oh, when he goes to Europe and he's playing stadium, he's probably changed the set list up. No, he didn't. No. Okay. And I was like, okay, he's coming back to the States. Played Wrigley Field two weeks ago or a week ago, whatever, two weeks ago. Change it up. Nothing. Nope. Hmm. Al, any notable absences from the set list? Like, like how could he not play that? There's got to oh, be. Oh, well, he's got too many songs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can't do it all. But is there anything that the fans are, like, very disappointed by? I don't think so. Okay. What's weird is the inclusion of some songs. It's really strange. Some of the some of the ones he's keeping in there, I don't, I don't get it. God. Philadelphia Inquirer, stranded at Citizens Bank Park, diehard Bruce fans were, quote, devastated and worried. <laughs> well, listen, people fly in for these shows. Like, I flew to see John Cougar Mellencamp. Yes. What if he canceled? You saw, I assume you saw Dog's rant about Lionel Richie. I did, canceled. yeah. That was tremendous. He was yelling, Lionel Richie canceled the garden because he walked there. <laughs> he couldn't land. He was in From an Boston. airplane. Yeah. But he was in Boston. Yeah. Two days prior, and yeah. they waited till like two minutes after the show was supposed to start to put the cancellation out. You can't do that. Well, Earth, Wind, and Fire was playing as well, so you get to go uh, see Earth, Wind, and I Fire. Guess, yeah, but That's if you so came fun. in for Lionel, mm, mm, not good. Tough spot. Yeah, I was surprised that Lionel Richie could fill the garden only because my <laughs> friend went to see him at PNC Art Center a couple summers ago and said it was pretty empty. Huh. How about Pentatonix playing at PNC uh, Sunday? I don't even know what that is. Yes, you do. I don't. You don't know what Pentatonix is? I don't know is? Pentatonix. It's a um, acapella group. Oh, my they gosh. Come, they do a lot of... Co- Could you imagine going to an outdoor amphitheater to see an acapella group? No. And now, listen, I, it might have been great. I don't know. The only reason I know, my buddy has, has access to this, the summer pass at PNC. Yeah. And he loves to wait till like... The last possible second to be like, oh, by the way, do you want to go? Do you want to go see so an acapella group? Eight fifteen Sunday night. Like, what time is that show starting? He goes, hey, I know it's incredibly last minute, but and he knows I'm like married with kids, a high school friend of mine. He knows my wife since you know elementary school. Hey, you guys, uh, you want to come? Yeah, let us just you know leave our seven and four year old at home, and we're just going to run over to PNC to see Pentatonix. Go see Pentatonix. I'm going to PNC Friday to see Eric Church. All right. Love Eric Church. Yeah, I think my nephew's going to that show. Oh. Maybe you can Male meet up or with female? Him. Male. How ne- old? Nephew. Oh. I, I did say nephew. Good point. <laughs> I don't, CeeLo's 2023. I don't know. That is the, I don't a, know. The pronouns, Your nephew you could never be a know. female. You never know. Uh, he w- he will be 23 in December, so he's 22 at the moment. Yeah, I love that Eric Church. He's like a rocking my, country dude. I think he would probably be, if my wife and I actually filled out the, the hall pass lists, you familiar with that? He'd be yours. She's a big fan of Eric Church. Oh, she yeah, loves she Eric. Likes yeah. Eric Church. That's yep. like a manly man. He's it's probably a man's man. He's always got those sunglasses on. Yeah. yeah. He's got skull in his lips. Yeah. I don't know if she'd like that part, but I don't think she knows what that is. He's got a skull ring in his back jean pocket. <laughs> That's is a man. It, is he? Is that his thing? I uh, no, I don't. Oh, know. I was going to say making that up. I think it's a lyric to a song. Oh, okay, got it. Somewhere, so Some, yeah, I'll be somewhere, out there. Somebody, I'll be out there. See who's the, opening up for Eric Church. Uh, actually, somebody, uh, um, some a, a, a group I never heard of. Okay, a country, a rock and well, country yeah, artist. I figured it was that. Well, that's right. Let's take a quick break here, Celia. When we come back, uh, let's talk about the Yankees. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, the the, the call ups. Oh, great. Yeah. Let's awesome. talk about uh, the Giants. Uh huh. Let's talk about a little NFL notes, CeeLo. items. And uh, I've got a story about a nude man who you know. (laughs) 
How about that? How, How about, about that, that for a tease? That's a hell of a tease. And then uh, Geo with Jerry Recco will be here at 6 o'clock. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I am here with CeeLo today. Jerry's hosting with Gio. Eddie Scazzeri is back from Iceland. And he, I think, well, he sent me photos from the Penis Museum, which uh, we had brought up while he was out. If Eddie's going all the way to Iceland and the Penis Museum is there, he has to at least walk by it. Did you go into the Penis Museum, Eddie? No, I was all for it. Wife did not want it. (laughs) She was not interested. Shocker. Do you recall what it cost to go into the museum? Uh, I think it was might have been about twenty U.S. Wow, twenty U.S. bucks. How about that? But you took a picture of the sign outside the museum. Yes, and then it looks like you took a photograph. I guess peering in through the museum windows. Yes, and you can see a large phallus there. <laughs> I see. I was going to ask if the sign out front was a phallic symbol. It's not. It's just a. Oh, it, it is. It was, oh, it yeah. is. Okay. Got I'll it. tweet them out on the uh, Boomer and Geo <laughs> show account later on. <laughs> So is there a museum of the penis? Yeah, there yeah. is. Turns out there is, and, and you were right there. there. Yep. Did uh, did it surprise you when you walked uh, walked up to towards it, or did you know it was there? This was our last day before we had time to. We had checked out. We had to wait for our flight. The whole thing. So I created a little walking tour of my own, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I just thought was a little surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew it was. Oh, I there. knew it was there. Yeah, That's the great. wife did not. And yeah. No, and, yeah, let's go for a stroll. And yeah. you were like, so oh, we, we should we should go in. It's we're here. We got time I mean, to kill. Might as well. She was like, yeah, no, <laughs> not happening. Oh. If it was it was, if it was free, maybe <laughs> right. But you yeah, paying forty bucks couldn't justify no. the forty. No. Speaking of uh, Schweens, <laughs> Eric Decker, who uh, you probably covered when he was sure with the did. New York Jets. He's married to a Jeff, Jesse James Decker. They yeah. have a couple beautiful children. I believe I they, they live three in three now. The Morristown, New Jersey area, I believe, is where they live. Do they? Yeah, they did. Definitely. Well, when he was playing for the Jets. All right. So maybe they have multiple residences because I'm pretty sure they have a Nashville residence as well. You're right. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Maybe they move there. They might have both. It's possible. She's got another cookbook out. I mean, everybody's got these cookbooks. There's no way anyone's buying. You're a country. Can't you just be a country singer? Right. Like, that's not good enough. We could do the cookbook. You know what? Good for her. There's I no appreciate way the initiative. Anyone's buying a Jesse I'm James sure somebody Decker is. Cookbook. It's her second one. I know. I don't it's... think the publisher would have re-upped if the first one didn't do well. Here's what I believe. When you're wealthy like they are, you played in the NFL. Yeah. She probably this puts is a... him to shame. Right. Nah, no. No? No. How is she making money? She's a con- unaccomplished country singer. She's not. She's did, in I'm country music. I'm not saying she's Carrie Underwood, but exactly. She's not. She's not on the radio. She's no. not on satellite radio. Uh, she's not so. on streaming. We don't know who she is. All right. So we don't know. This who is a hobby she for is. hers. It's like there's some bougie towns in uh, New Jersey, Spring Lake, where Gina lives. <laughs> I see all the time these businesses downtown. 
I'm like, this is someone's hobby. Yes. This uh, is a rich person's 100%. hobby because there's no way they're even paying their rent. Forget bougie towns. How about in Manhattan, some of these boutique stores? Manhattan, yes. Are you kidding me? With right, their hobbies. Cost the just the real estate or the rent alone or you somehow own that property or yeah. are paying a mortgage on it? This is like when a rich husband wants to keep the wife busy. So he's like, well, I'm going to run this store that's going to make no money. Yes. I, I couldn't agree more. That's what this yeah. is. This is something like, to you do. Do this cookbook that I'm no bored. One's buy. I need something to do. Well, she needed promotion for the cookbook. So Eric Decker posed nude yeah. sitting outside on a uh, like a, a, a beach chair type yeah. thing with his legs folded. A beach chair is how you're describing I think this? so. Ow. And he had the cookbook over his schween. Okay. So we couldn't a see A couple it. of things here. Did you, again, read the article or just... Did I read it? Skin? No, I looked at the photo and I read the first paragraph. That, I would not call that a beach chair. It's okay. a wooden chair. A wooden chair. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> number two, had you actually fully read the story, mm-hmm. this is the same photo he posed for when the first cookbook came out. Right. All she did here was Photoshop the oh, new book Oh, she Photoshopped. In. Correct. Man. And what she said was, if I can find the quote in the story. What she said was, this is a hobby of ideas mine. for how Eric can show his love for me in my new cookbook, Just Eat. Let me know how you think we can top last time. Picture reference to last time. Yeah. The first book was called Just Feed Me. Now she's got Just Eat. Just Eat. With her naked husband posing with the book. And he is someone who... Like in, remember in Seinfeld, Elaine said, yeah, the male body getting around it's like a jeep yeah female bodies a work of art hard to knock eric decker's body oh no he isn't put it that terrific way i say that with all due respect terrific shape yes both of them are in terrific now shape. i don't know what kind of shape he's in these days because this is an old picture see i didn't i did actually read the article and mm-hmm. i did see that he posed that way for the previous missed book. that part but I, no but i thought i didn't know it was photoshopped i thought he just recreated the same photo just with the new book that's not what this story says here all I mean, right perhaps that's possible it's possible. The NS, or NSFW photo, not safe for work, was the same pic Eric shared in 2020 promoting Jesse's first cookbook. But this time she replaced the book cover with the cover of her new book, Justin. There you go. It is safe for work because he doesn't show his schweener. Yeah, you know what? You're right about that. Yeah. It's not a not safe for work photo. Yeah. In fact, you can print it out and post it in your cubicle. You it's sure safe could. for work. Absolutely. There's nothing in a, there's nothing showing that's inappropriate. Now, if he removed the book and his schween was just out even there. Even so, it wouldn't be because his legs are crossed. Correct. So the book is not even covering anything that would be. Right. It's like the ESPN, the body issue. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's nude, but you don't see anybody's private that's parts. That's right. So what's the point? And that's why they pose, and that's why it can be sold in public like that. Do no you think problem. at some point ESPN is going to be so desperate, they're just like, let's just show schweeners. <laughs> And female private parts in our body issue. I think issue. those <laughs> agreeing to pose the list might shrink a little bit. Yeah, we're doing things no a little different in, this no year. No pun intended. We're going to actually just show schweens and... <laughs> right. They're going to tell them all, like, listen, just just pose and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll Photoshop yeah. that out. And then all of a sudden, they just post, they blast yeah, out the like, unedited photos. Sorry. Listen, no well, one's uh, buying this magazine anymore. We've got to get schweens Do they even there. do that anymore, by the way? They do, I think. The body issue? Yeah. I, think I didn't still... even know ESPN Magazine was a thing. Oh. It's got to be all digital if, the, if it is. Right? Digital? Did you say digital, CeeLo? I did, yes. <laughs> Are you... Uh, I feel like... It's out there still. ESPN the Magazine. You go to an airport, they yeah, still sell no. a magazine. ESPN the Magazine was an American monthly sports Oh, magazine. no. Was. It's gone? Let's see if they still do the body issue somehow. <laughs> somehow. I guarantee you they're still putting out the body issue. I don't know about that. No, was. Oh, man. Let's see. Maybe I'll bring it Final, back. Again, another wiped out by COVID. September of oh, 2019 no. was the last one. <laughs> COVID killed the body issue. Killed the body issue. Daniel Jones, your quarterback for your New York Giants, has put on 10 pounds of muscle in the offseason. We probably should have been able to tell that. We were up close and personal with him last week in East yeah, Rutherford. I could not. I don't recall what he looked like. He looked, I mean, he looked good. Now, see, I wasn't there last year to compare, so I my first time ever being up up close and seeing him in person. Now, I did finish watching that Untold uh, documentary on Netflix about uh, Balco and the steroids. And Barry Bonds only put on 20 pounds. And he was doing roids. Only? Is Daniel Jones doing steroids if he put on 10 pounds? Stop it. Is he injecting Balco stuff right into his butt cheeks? Well, what year? How old was Barry Bonds when he started doing that? He was old. 
Older, well, older. He was already declining. That was the whole thing that he threw everybody declining? off. He was in the decline. He was a Hall of Fame type player on the decline because he was old. What year are we attributing? himself up. What year did they say he started doing the roids? Not sure. All right, then. Uh, I'm trying to see if he was really declining. Yeah, I guess. He was declining. 1992, or 1999, rather. He was a decliner. 262, 34 homers, 83. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he doubled his home run production. Well, no, but also then he he was a he was a three hundred hitter for like the next six seasons after that. Yeah. Hmm. So this Daniel Jones, ten pounds heavier, man. This guy's going to be going strong when he runs the ball. It just lowers that shoulder. Going to be popping fools in the back, going backfield. strong into the defenders. Yeah, yeah, going strong. No wonder. So I'm happy about that because I don't like him running all around, and he gets injured. The, the giant Giants season like is screwed. But if he's ten pounds heavier, Silo. I mean, some of, of muscle? The, some of the most muscular guys muscular. that are involved in contact get hurt. I mean, That's it's true. just part of the game. That's true. So we Hello? don't like that he's... No, I'm good games? with it. I oh, just, okay. I mean, I don't think it it's means... Muscle, he, I don't think it it's means he fat. can go around like, oh, yeah, come one, come on, bring it on. Well, maybe that's what's going to happen. Josh gonna... Allen's put together. They're trying to get him to take less hits so right. he doesn't get his banged up, you know? Yeah. It's a physical game. Huh? Very physical. I mean, you can be as strong as you want as a quarterback when those 300-pound linemen, 350-pound linemen swallow you up or lay you out or, or the, land on top of you. Right, or the linebackers who are very muscular yeah, and fast. Yeah, they're muscular. Yeah. And especially if I'm a division opponent, I'm going for the quarterback. Right. Like if I'm the Tampa Sweet Bay Buccaneers, I don't care if I knock Daniel Jones out of a game at, out for the season. But I'm the Eagles. Um, uh, the Cowboys. Bottom of the pile, a little oh. snap the ankle. Yeah, work mm. the ankle. Work the work it. Slip yeah. him into a figure four leg lock real yeah, quick when you you're go. down on the bottom mm-hmm. of the pile. That's what I'd be doing. Choke hold. Yeah, choke hold. Yeah. I got sleeper. I got sleeper. <laughs> Abdominal I love stretch. That that's, I love that. That's the sound effect for the for the eye gouge. <laughs> well, I got that from Pharrell. Eye gouge. <laughs> Punch. Oh boy. So yeah, I'd be going definitely for him, but he's got ten pounds of more muscle on him. I wonder if it's like in his abs. Does he have abs now? I'm sure he has. Abs. Daniel Jones. Yeah. That means he can't be eating bad. Abs and Food. arms. No. Lineman can still eat. Anime, 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 <laughs> I randomly, for some reason, Pharrell's stuff started showing up on my Twitter in the for you category. Like I don't follow Pharrell. His tweets about yeah. how he never loses a pick that he makes. No, yeah. these I saw were him taking his kid to college. Oh yeah, out in California, right? Or San Colorado. Diego State? Maybe either California or Colorado. Okay. And I was like, well, like he still looks like a cool dad. He's got like a mohawk type of haircut. Mm-hmm. His kid seems happy that his dad's Pharrell. It's nice. I mean, I'd imagine nice it's a see. pretty decent life. That was a Pharrell at uh, tr- trying to speak with the teachers, <laughs> the professors, yeah. or his kid's school. Clearly. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I, I can't. We. I don't know what I you're asking. I can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you asking me about your your kid? Yes, he's uh, been accepted to the communications department. Yeah. yeah. That was on the radio for like three hours a night. His wife for years. must be an interesting human being. <laughs> when I was doing my podcast where I was interviewing broadcasters, yeah. I went to Pharrell's home and recorded Did a you podcast. Really? Yeah, it was wild. Weird, wild it was stuff. One, it was weird that was stuff. clearly when you were still living in Basking Ridge. It was, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, he was up He's north, in North Jersey. Yeah. North Jersey yeah. fellow, yep. yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the New York Yankees are recall are calling up. I'm sorry. Well, Peraza is a recall. So He's a recall. Can say that. Okay, yep. I, I did recognize his name. Mm-hmm. Oswald Peraza yes. is coming up, infielder. And outfielder Everson Pereira. So we'll have Oswald Peraza, Oswaldo Cabrera, and Everson Pereira all on the same wow. roster at the same time. Yeah. Is that exciting for you Yankee fans? Eh. What? Nothing's exciting right You're now. You're giving it an eh? Yeah. Eh. eh. You're giving it an eye gouge. It's fine. I mean, listen, here's my hope. They're calling them up. Will they actually play them now? They better. But it's the, they, they they love to do this. They'll be in there tonight, and then they'll each take an 0 for 4, and then they'll be back to playing Bowers and McKinney tomorrow night. That's how that's going to go. So they will be in uniform tonight against I mean, the they'll Nationals. They'll be in uniform. I don't, we, obviously, we don't have a lineup yet. In the Bronx. In the Bronx against the last place Nats who just extended their manager, and they're about to do the same with their 
GM and president of our president really? of baseball offense and GM. Well, they're in the middle of this rebuild. They won oh, the okay. World Series in 19. They stripped it down. They got rid of everybody from that team. And now they're, they're kind of like the Orioles did, retooling stock in the farm system. And now they're on the rise. They started the year, they were 20 games under 500 at like 34 and 54. And now they've been over 500 since. And they've won 12 of their last 17. So they're, as they say, out on the come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've not heard that. Yes, saying, you have. But Stop I've it. I've not. Yes, to Eddie. Help me out. On the come, right? Thank you. Very good. Disgusting. <laughs> Do you expect the Yankee victory tonight, CeeLo? I mean, they've lost eight straight. They've got to win uh, it. Rodon some point. off the IL? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I do know. You don't know. Do we now? I, Are you longest confident? losing streak since August of '95? Do we know the last time they lost nine in a row? Ah, I did. I did not even no. look. I don't know the answer. Well, I know. That. I did see a TV graphic yesterday they put up, and it it seemed like it was like in the black and white era. No, like when stop the film it. was only black and white. Let's see here. Rooters, 13 hours ago. Last time the Yankees dropped nine in a row. Yeah. Wow. It was the Nixon September administration. of 82. I wasn't even born. <laughs> Not far off from black and white. <laughs> so, wow. They've got to get a God. win tonight. Who's pitching for the Nationals? Did you have that Josiah up there? Josiah Gray. Is he good? Uh, he's decent. So this is a toss-up. Probably better than uh, what Rodon is right I now. I know really any baseball game is a toss-up. No matter how good or how bad a team is, I want to make sure this is right. Toss up. I want to make sure this uh, nine Ooh. gamer is correct. Oh, Susan, I oh. thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's what it says here. Nineteen eighty-two. Oh, that September was the glory 82. years of baseball. What does it say here? This will be right when Clyde King was their third manager to sit on the bench over a seventy-nine win season. So I guess the boss was just firing <laughs> guys left and right. You, you get in you're there. You're out. You're gone. Next. <laughs> Next, next guy. See you later. Next man up. Let's yeah. go. Clyde King. Clyde King. I don't even know who that is. Me neither. I know Clyde Frazier. Yeah. Let's see. He here. didn't coach the uh, manager. Yankees. Law. 1982. Bob Lemon, Gene Michael, Clyde King. I know those other two dudes. Gene Michael was two games over 500. They fired him? Uh, who knows? I, I I couldn't tell you, you what went born. down or how it went down. Yeah, I was what not do you born. know? I don't know. I don't know. Quick and then in 1983, oh. they went back to Billy Martin. Again? Billy How did Martin. he do? He was he's 91 and 71. That's a nice year. Wow. I remember Billy Martin was a manager for the A's as well. Okay. I can't remember any other team that he... Eddie, off the top of your head, Billy Martin uh, manager. Rangers, I want to say, but Ooh, I'm not sure. That's Correct. a good one. He, yep. They're on the list. Is there more? There's more. Tigers? Yep. Look at me. One more. Hmm. First team he ever managed. Started with them as a coach. Mm, ended his career. Ended his playing career with them. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ah, the Twins. Oh, okay. I would never have guessed. How about that? You were thinking that? Eddie? I was. Ah, oh, you got to shout it <laughs> the out. The Yankees. Wow. Though. I mean, I, I know everyone knows. I, it's just amazing. 75 to 78, 79, 83, 85, 88. <laughs> <laughs> there was a great, I remember a Sports Illustrated cover. I forget one of the returns of Billy Martin, and they they did that classic where it's a shot from the from behind, and Billy Martin's looking over his shoulder, and it said, "Billy's back." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what year or what incarnation Doesn't or matter. what team it was we even for. It. Yeah, Billy's back. Quick break here, CeeLo. I got a bunch of other NFL notes since we're heading into the NFL season. I would awesome. love some. I would love to share them with you if you don't mind. Yes, yeah, so I have a Francisco Lindor note for you that oh, I'd you like do. to share with you on the other I side. I would like to hear that. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I did a lot of research this Clearly. morning. I saw no Francisco Lindor this information. This one is personalized for you. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Gio and Jerry Recco will be here at 6. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al. Eddie Scazzeri is here today. He's back from Iceland. I'm hosting with CeeLo, who's in for Jerry, who's in for Boomer. Gio's in for himself. Come on! Nicely done. Do, do, do. By the way, uh, CeeLo, there's uh, something that was going around the internet last night oh, after uh, the, during the Monday night football game. I guess oh, the yes. Washington Commanders and the Ravens, I believe, played That's each right. other. I was watching the very last seconds high drama. I oh, was is that up right? working late last night, handling some NFL uh, updates. And the Commanders won, correct? Yeah, so that's why it finally put an end to that Ravens streak of 24 consecutive preseason victories. Yeah. 
came down to the last possession, got penalty, extended the drive, game-winning field goal from 49 yards for Joey yeah. Sly. And he nailed it? Nailed it right nice. down the pipe. So I guess at uh, some point in that game, Josh Harris, who's the uh, one of the new owners of the Commanders. The lead, lead dog of the group. The lead guy. The he's yeah. got the most cash. Well, yeah, he's also, he's got the Sixers and the Devils, right. Right? Right, yeah. right, right? right. Where was Magic Johnson? Isn't he he's part in, of this team? Yes, he's in the group. Well, let's get him in the booth. Well, he wasn't there. Josh Harris uh, was in the booth with uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Right, he had standalone ESPN yeah. broadcast. And they're, mo- they're kind of mocking Josh Harris for what happened. Uh, he was in between Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Yes. They were having a discussion, and at one point Joe Buck... Uh, was talking with his hands. Gestured. Yes. Gestured, and he put his hand out, and it was hanging out there for a little bit, <laughs> and Josh Harris was looking at Troy Aikman, and when he turned back, I guess he thought <laughs> Joe Buck was looking for a handshake, didn't yeah. want to leave him hanging. Yeah. He went in for the very awkward handshake. It was very uncomfortable. Troy Aikman smiled like he was holding back laughter. Yeah, it was loose. It was limp. It was bad. It was everything wrong. Right. But I don't blame this Josh Harris guy. He turned. He didn't want to leave Joe Buck hanging if that's, in fact, what he was doing. But Joe Buck was just simply talking with his hands. Right. Like, I get it. Um, it's hap- It happens. Yeah, it happens. But, like, they're, they're in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> and if he looked closely, it wasn't just the one hand. I think it was both. I think it was more, you know, Joe Buck opened both hands. Yeah. You know, I got to review the film on yeah, that. Yeah, you got to ch- check it out because I no, think I, it was... I saw it last night, but I, I, I guess I didn't study it close enough. Yeah. Let me see here. That's just an unfortunate situation. It's not Josh Harris's fault. It's not Joe Buck's fault. Oh, you're yeah. It was like a he did gesture with both hands, but it wasn't an even. Split. It wasn't even. It was, yeah. it was like a they were both directed in this towards Josh yeah. Harris, and the right hand for Buck was it was open as if he wanted the handshake. And yeah. it could have been like uh, this. Josh Harris could have thought they were saying like uh, they were wrapping it up, goodbye, handshake, get out. I guess. So the, but people are mocking this what's, Josh Harris, and I don't like it one bit, CeeLo. What's Buck saying? See? Man? You're no stranger to... <laughs> he even gets a... Buck gets a... Um, uh, right, is he... Because he kind of awkwardly, he's like, oh, he's going to grab my hand? Okay. Yeah. All right. It's tough. It was a tough spot for everyone well, especially involved. Especially... Because they're on camera, right? Yes. A lot of times, those booth interviews, you don't... You know, they don't have the camera on them all the time. So it's just like the bad timing that the yeah. camera actually happened to catch this awkward exchange. Mm. Yeah, the Troy Aikman smile at the end of it is really good too. If you're if you're going to be breaking down and reviewing the tape of this one when you uh, get on your social medias later, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Troy he did. Aikman just wants he does to a laugh, little, a little glance down. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> you know, as soon as he left and they went to commercial, Troy Aikman was probably like, "That was the greatest thing ever." Oh, I bet now. Did he leave the booth in the middle of the like the, that? I don't know because I bet if they if they went to commercial and then said goodbye to him off the air, I yeah. bet they busted his chops right there in the moment. Aiken yes, was probably all over him. Right, right. all right. Yeah, yeah. Though he wasn't a hand; he was just talking with his hands. Right. Uh, the Colts have given the okay to running back Jonathan Taylor to yeah. seek a trade. They really don't want to pay this guy. Yeah, and I guess uh, Miami Dolphins are very interested. I mean, it makes sense. They were interested in Dalvin Cook, They right? were in the mix. Except in this case, I mean, you got to pay draft compensation and then give the guy a contract. Yeah, there's some people are saying that the Colts are just doing this to show him he ain't worth much on the that open market. That could be possible because they're apparently asking for a first-round pick or multiple picks that would be the equivalent of a first-rounder. No one's going to pay that and then pay the contract as well. I don't think so. I mean, maybe not. I mean, Christian McCaffrey got moved for good cash. For good picks, I think, from the Niners. I'd have to go back and check on what the what the compensation was there for Carolina. I forget now. These running year. backs need their own union. That's what I think. Yeah, that's going to probably be tough to pull off. A running back union within the NFL How players. How about the Colts, though? Like, you're handing the reins to this rookie quarterback, and you're going to take arguably your best offensive weapon off the <laughs> yeah. well, They haven't traded him yet, but. Yeah, they're giving him the okay. I don't know, I don't know what's going on there. They haven't been able to figure out the quarterback situation. Now they've got the young quarterback in, and now they're going to take away their their best offensive player. This feels like it's just a, well, you think you're worth more? Go ahead. I suppose. And then uh, we'll be here when you don't get that offer, and we'll be here ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I guess. I mean. But he's probably thinking, like you just said, with a rookie quarterback, this guy's probably going to get a huge workload this year. And then they're going to be like, yeah, you got 
too beat up uh, playing with that rookie quarterback. No one's interested in you. Yeah, the so he was year. a second-round pick, so there was no fifth-year option situation. So he's entering the last year of his deal. But, of course, they have the franchise tag at their disposal, just as we saw the Giants do with Saquon Barkley. Yeah, he so. was awesome, too. I don't know what year he was awesome. Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. Well, he was came on as a rookie the second year. was That was the year. Yeah. And then last year he missed some time with injury. Numbers weren't as good. So, Of course, they ran him. They beat him up that year he was good, second year. We let him off the hook. We let him off. We knew it. We What do they say? They are who we thought they Denny were. Denny Green, yeah. And we let him off the you hook. You want to crown their ass and crown their <laughs> You want to crown them and crown their ass. The One Bears of the are who we thought they were. That's better than playoffs. I think it's better. Um, they're, but I, they're in the same ballpark. I also do not have any ability to say playoffs without then in my head going, right. playoffs? That's pretty iconic. And right? You, do you remember who said it? Jim Mora. Very good, yes. Playoffs? playoffs. With the Colts. Yeah. It's like that goes in the same category as Allen Iverson with practice. Yeah. Practice? We're talking about practice? Practice. Yeah. Playoffs, right? When Herman he did, Edwards... Yeah, her play Edwards. to win the game. Hello? Hello, yeah. Hello, Danny Green for sure. On the college level, the Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State. Oh, I'm a man. I'm one. 40. Yeah, come at me. Come at me. Not these kids. And the editor who ran it is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Jim Morris said playoffs, playoffs was that the same. Time he was also saying they didn't do diddly poo out there. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I don't. I, I remember the clip. I don't remember what year. If it was the same year or different years. I, I hope it was I the same know. rant. We didn't do diddly. Oh, the same poo. rant. Yeah, I don't know oh, if it was, was the it? same rant. Is diddly, that would be is diddly poo and playoffs the same, <laughs> same rant thing? Yeah. Wow, that's a great question. We didn't do diddly, diddly poo, poo out there. Uh, let's see. Was it Diddly Poo or am I misquoting him? Uh, da, 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 diddly Poo rant with the Saints. <laughs> oh, that was with the Saints because playoffs was with the Game Colts. eight of the 96 season. So he's so got no. two great ones. Yeah, Diddly Poo and playoffs. Oh, playoffs. Yeah. I also saw this um, this with coaches. Uh, Michigan is self-imposing a three-game ban yeah, on I, this stuff is, well, Jim first, Harbaugh. Right. So first it was supposed what? to be four games, but then that didn't get approved. So I, I don't. They have the college's self-imposed, like, self-report. It's very complicated. They're self-imposing a three-game suspension to start the season for Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Yeah, And he'll be back to play Rutgers, their first Big Ten game. I thought that was, um, oh, right, he was going to miss the Rutgers game with the four. Yeah. Right, so now he's back for Rutgers. Okay. So then, what, they just expect, like, when the in the NCAA comes down on them, they go, we already gave him a three-game ban. They work together, I think, behind. Eddie can probably answer this better than I can. You know, the sanctions and the penalties and whatnot. There's investigations that go on. And I think they do they kind of work. I mean, it comes from the so school, confusing. but the NCAA is involved, right? No, this will the NCAA will probably this will not be enough for them. Really? But didn't they already go with they were going to do four and then that didn't it essentially didn't get approved for lack of a better phrase. Right. And now he's give, they're giving them three themselves. So how are they going to? Oh, and OK. Spike's talking to Eddie. Yeah. So that's the end of our. Now, this was, I was like, what did Jim Harbaugh even do? I had to Google it. Alleged violations during COVID-19 dead period. Yeah. That's nothing. Uh, yeah. The, the college on, stuff. We, had, we all had COVID. Let the guy go. Didn't they, like, paid for some? some I, I can't. I don't. The college stuff is over my head, honestly. Me too. It's just too much. There's too many schools, the rules. Now you got NIL involved. It's just it's too much. I'll watch the games, but I can't get involved with this stuff. Quick break here. Eddie's giving me the signal. Right, then I give you the Lindor thing on the other side. Okay, what do we got here? Uh, Amy Lawrence uh, yeah. Sports. We just talked about it. Jim Harbaugh? No. <sighs> it's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Hurry, CeeLo. What's your Lindor thing? Okay, so doubled in home runs last night. Yeah. You ready? How many doubles and home runs does he have in his Met career so far? Francisco Lindor. How many doubles? How many home runs? I'm going to say WFAN-FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. 